0: Hello, and welcome to Making the Case, a podcast produced by the Tennessee Attorney General's Office. I'm Samantha Fisher, Communications Director and Host. The Tennessee Attorney General's Office is the law firm for the state and manages a wide variety of cases antitrust, consumer fraud, environmental enforcement, and much more. The work is complex, challenging, sometimes even controversial. If you like history and law, come along with us for Making the Case. We're going back in time again to a famous case involving a very famous person, Elvis Presley. Before Elvis died on August 16, 1977, there were several concerts scheduled. Two were in Memphis, and of course, lots of folks bought tickets. Now, when he passed, there was a lawsuit over what to do with the refunds. And that's where the attorney general's office comes in. Here to talk about that is the deputy of our tax division, Larry Lewis, who has been with the attorney general's office for 43 years and was involved in this very case, Presley versus the city of Memphis. Welcome to Making the Case, Larry.
1: Thank you. Good morning, Samantha. It's a pleasure to be here and talk about a case from old times.
0: <laughs> I know we really had to kind of wipe the dust off this old brief,
1: didn't we?
0: Because, <laughs> you know, the initial lawsuit in this case was brought several years after Elvis's death, and, and it had to do with the refunds uh, for the event venue, the Coliseum in Memphis. It was holding those refunds. Uh, many of them were never claimed by the ticket holders.
1: That's correct. When, when Elvis died there were a couple of concerts scheduled I believe it was 11 days later was the first one and after his uh, unfortunate uh, passing the Coliseum which had been engaged to sell the tickets of course held the money and made refunds available to those ticket holders who wanted a refund
0: and in order to get the refund you had to give them back the ticket right that's right and, of course, a lot of people at that point, understandably, didn't want to do that because the ticket became a piece of memorabilia.
1: Well, that at least was the uh, estate's position. The estate eventually, uh, in a, a few years later, brought, brought a lawsuit over the proceeds of the ticket sales that had not been claimed by any of the ticket holders. I think it was at least half of the tickets were never redeemed.
0: I know the court took a look at money, that unclaimed money, and then also added interest to it, which in the early 80s was a lot of money,
1: right? Yes. As I recollect here, the total came to be about $375,000, which, as you say, was more then than it is now, but it's still a substantial amount of funds.
0: Do you remember why uh, the estate wanted that money?
1: Well, I mean, it was the duty of the executors to uh, accumulate all of the assets uh, of the estate that they thought they were entitled to. It actually became kind of a, a three-ring affair. Uh, the Coliseum had the money. They were operating under a contract. They were willing to make the refunds, but they basically thought they should keep the money. The estate said no, exactly what you just said, that obviously these people would, would, have, would have sought a refund except they want to keep the ticket as memorabilia. So they have gotten consideration. They have uh, They have chosen to keep the ticket and therefore... Uh, the estate, having provided the, uh, the, the the notoriety and you know just Elvis's name and the fact that they had a ticket to the to the concert that he was never able to perform, they had done their part and they should be able to get those funds.
0: Now, there was some kind of report that the trial court used um, in, in, in its decision that said, yeah, you know, the estate and the, the Coliseum, the event venue and the promoter uh, deserve
1: some of this. Well, there was a contract, uh, obviously, between Elvis's people uh, and the Coliseum to handle the ticket sales and manage the, the proceeds. So th- there was uh, no doubt that the Coliseum was entitled to a compensation for what it had done in that regard. The, the question was, was it entitled to keep anything more than that? And see, that, at, at that point, having become aware of this, the state treasurer at the time, Harlan Matthews, asked our office to, uh, to intervene because it was uh, his position that these proceeds were, were there. They were rightfully uh, the property of the people who bought the tickets and who, uh, you know, didn't get to attend the concert. And so therefore, if those people had not claimed the proceeds, it fell under our unclaimed property statutes and it should, should be held by the state treasurer in perpetuity to make those refunds.
0: So you were one of the lawyers on this appeal, right?
1: It was not yet at the appellate stage. The state filed suit against the Coliseum to obtain the the remaining ticket proceeds. At, at that point, uh, on behalf of the state treasurer, our office moved to intervene, alleging that the uh, proceeds were now unclaimed property, and therefore they should, should be disposed of under our unclaimed property statute.
0: Well, this is a little tricky, right? Can you ex- explain that statute? Because it's a seven-year time period, right, that matters here.
1: Well, uniform statute called the Uniform Disposition of, uh, of Unclaimed Property Act, and it provides that after seven years without a claim, it's presumed the property is abandoned. But at that point, persons who are uh, entitled to the money still have a right to, to their refund. Uh, it has just been unclaimed, and so therefore it is the state treasurer's duty to take those funds, to hold them in perpetuity, and make, uh, make the refund whenever anyone seeks one.
0: And that's what ended up happening, and that, right?
1: that's, what, that's what happened here. I mean, this was a, a lawsuit in chancery court, as I said, filed by the Presley estate against the Coliseum. And then we intervened uh, as an additional party uh, saying that the state treasurer was entitled to hold the funds in perpetuity to make the refunds. The, at the trial level, in chancery court, Chancellor Small uh, ruled in favor of the estate, basically, and said they were entitled to the money because people were holding it as memorabilia. And therefore, he assigned it to a, a master who did a report and determined the amounts uh, that were available at that time that uh, that the trial court held should go to the estate. But at that point, we, we appealed, thinking that that decision was in error. And of course, we had, we had lost, and the Coliseum had lost, so we both appealed. Uh, on different grounds. And so it went to the Western Section Court of Appeals.
0: Interesting. And so in the end, it did become available through the state treasurer for those individuals to get the refund, regardless of whether they gave the ticket back.
1: Well, the the Court of Appeals, through uh, Judge Hires, who was on the court for many years, issued a fairly thorough opinion, holding that, well, Presley's death had voided the contract. And We didn't really know whether people were holding these tickets as memorabilia or just hadn't gone to the trouble of redeeming them. Whatever, it really didn't matter. It was property that the estate had not earned, and it was therefore unclaimed, uh, and therefore it should go to the state treasurer. And so uh, one of those ticket holders can today go to the state treasurer's office and get their refund. That's how the unclaimed property statute works.
0: Gosh, that's amazing to think about.
1: Now, as a practical matter, I presume there are not going to be too many more tickets redeemed, so the, the Treasury gets to keep the money. The idea of the unclaimed property law is not that the person's right is is, is extinguished, but that it is held in perpetuity by the Treasurer. Let me point out, this was not a tax case. There are no taxes involved in, in this dispute. At, at, in fact, this is a matter that under today's arrangement of our office, would be handled by the financial division because they handle unclaimed property matters. At the time, the office was much smaller, and what is now the tax division and the financial division were all together. And so it happened to be assigned to me, although I was primarily doing tax work. But we all we all did a little bit of everything. And so uh, Jim Creasy, who was deputy at the time, assigned the, assigned the case to me. So it was it was interesting. Yeah, and in fact, uh, it, it, there were. Uh, Several excellent lawyers involved in the case. Diane Vescovo, as I recollect, who was later a magistrate in Memphis for many years, uh, represented the estate. And Jim Newsom of our office was involved on behalf of the Coliseum.
0: Oh, um, interesting.
1: So um, it, it, um, it, was, uh, it was an interesting, interesting case. And even more interesting is the fact that the very similar case in North Carolina uh, went the other way. Elvis also had a concert scheduled in Charlotte. And it was basically the same situation, uh, but the North Carolina courts held that the estate uh, was entitled to the money. Now they had a different statute. This turned totally on the Tennessee statute, uh, and I'm not intimately familiar with how the North Carolina statute worked. Basically, our court said, while that was instructive, it did not feel that it was uh, worthy of being followed in this instance, and uh, you know while it was persuasive, it was not controlling.
0: I think this is an interesting example of of what our office does. Uh, A big component of it is defending state law, and that's what happened here with unclaimed property.
1: Sure, sure. And the the treasurer's office had been very uh, diligent and vigilant in becoming aware of the situation. Uh, Otherwise, we wouldn't have known about it. Ask us to, to intervene on their behalf.
0: You have such a breadth of experience here, Larry. How does this case stack up? Uh, I know you uh, managed it in the early 80s compared to some of the things that you're doing now.
1: As we said, it's obviously a matter of considerable interest just because of the notoriety and fame of of Mr. Presley. And and it attracts everybody's attention. Uh, And it is an interesting case under our unclaimed property statutes. But, you know, in light of the... Amounts that we've had at issue, in, in other matters, there there are many other tax cases that uh, far far exceed the amount at issue here, and and, and perhaps were more important in the overall uh, re- overall uh, repertoire of what the state is involved with. But it was a it was a very very interesting case.
0: Thank you for coming on, making the case, to tell us about it.
1: Well, thank you thank you for asking. It took me. Uh, on a little trip down memory lane.
0: Thanks again for being with us and please subscribe and join us for our next episode.